Hey friends, I'm so glad that you've joined us for our Daily Treasure podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. And today we are continuing on our journey to Easter with the women of the resurrection. We're going to take a look at unnamed women starting with the crippled woman. And today's treasure is from Luke 13, verses 10 through 13, where we read her story. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had had a disabling spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not fully straighten herself. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your disability. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight, and she glorified God. The woman's head bowed to the ground, her body bent low, her only view, her feet. For 18 years, she was bent over and could not fully straighten herself. She could not look upward and see the sky or even possibilities, only the dirt beneath her feet. Implied in this story is not only was her body bent over, so was her spirit. And why not? For 18 years, her body betrayed her. Though we can't be sure, her symptoms indicate a diagnosis of ankylosing spondylitis, or AS. Ankylosis means fused bones or hard tissue. Spondylitis means inflammation in your spinal bones or vertebrae. Today, this disease affects 0.1% to 1.8% of the population, mostly males, and often starts attacking the body when the patients are teenagers. AS starts as frequent pain and stiffness in the lower back and buttocks. The symptoms come on gradually over weeks or months. Though first diagnosed and described in the 1600s, it has been found in Egyptian mummies. The diffused pain and stiffness are usually worse in the mornings, and in time, the pain is chronic, felt on all sides, lasting about three months, and then the stillness and pain often spreads up the spine and into the neck, and sometimes into the ribs, the shoulder blades, hips, thighs, and heels. Anyone who has experienced chronic pain knows that fatigue is a constant companion because the body uses up energy trying to deal with the inflammation. This woman likely experienced deep weariness. Patients start to realize that if they bend forward, they get some relief. But as they bend forward continuously, the bones can start fusing and their spine curls frozen in place. Even today, so many years later, there's no known cure for AS, so physicians try to address the symptoms with anti-inflammatory medication and exercise in an attempt to keep the back from bending permanently. As I researched this disease, I found comments from people who suffer from it. To a person, they described painful, life-limiting symptoms. Think of the practical implications of this disease for a woman in Jesus' time. She suffered for 18 years, knowing she would never recover, but continue to worsen. We don't know if she was married, a mother, or had servants who helped guide her. When we meet her, she could only look down at the dirt. Since the disease attacks bodies from the ages of 16 to 30, she was probably in her 40s or 50s. Were her neighbors and family so accustomed to seeing her shuffle from place to place, they didn't notice her anymore? And why not? Life left her behind as her fused bones and pain forced her to move slowly. 
She could no longer look anyone in the eyes, let alone her loved ones. No more looking up at the beautiful sky, dreaming of a bright future. No doubt her physical condition affected her emotionally and maybe spiritually. Though physically beaten down, though, this woman goes to the synagogue. How hard was it for her to walk to church? Unlike others, she does not seem to be in pursuit of healing, but simply to hear the hopeful message of the one who claimed to be the Messiah. Often Jesus taught thousands of people outside on a hillside, but this time he sits in the middle of the synagogue surrounded by followers, maybe our version of a small group Bible study. She stays on the fringes of the circle along with the other women, but Jesus sees her and calls her over. Was there total silence as she shuffled toward him or murmuring among the onlookers? They never knew what Jesus was up to. Why would he care about this woman, until now invisible to them? Jesus sees her and treats her with dignity, as a human being. He doesn't ask any questions, but simply states, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. He places his hands on her, and she immediately straightened up and praised God. Before we address the response of the Pharisees to this supernatural moment, let's consider how this woman's story stirs up hope in our own hearts. Jesus initiated his relationship to this broken woman. She wasn't pursuing him, crying out for healing as we have seen others do, but something about his message drew her to him and his teaching. Through corporate worship and the hearing of the word, Jesus called her to come close. Likewise, friends, Jesus calls us to come close and often meets our needs through the covenant community. We too have a disease which is impossible to heal except through the resurrection power of Jesus as we read in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But Jesus doesn't leave us without a remedy for our sin as we read in Ephesians 2.8-9, and 9, For by grace are you saved through faith, And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And in this story of the crippled woman, we see scripture fulfilled as we read in Psalm 146.8, The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. And Ecclesiastes 7.13, Consider the work of God, who can make straight what he has made crooked. Dear sisters, if you do not know Jesus, this is your moment to consider his invitation to come to him. His grace is greater than all your sin. Are you his child but feel bowed over by the seemingly impossible circumstances facing you? Deep depression, grief? Hear his voice calling you to come close. And oh, Jesus, we need your touch, your grace, your forgiveness. Like this woman, we are often bent over, unable to look up and see the blessings with which we are surrounded. The events of this age, the pandemic, locusts in Africa, fires in Australia, riots. Oh, Jesus, give us grace to rest in you. As we travel to Easter, give us a new awareness of the power of the resurrection available to each of your children. Friends, as we continue to walk on this pathway toward Easter, I know that we're going to run into people who are hurting and broken and need the help and hope of the gospel. And I want to encourage you to download our Help and Hope app. It's free. 
And we like to say that when you have the app, you have hope in the palm of your hand because you can go there and find resources to share with others. You can also find the resources that you need in your own life. Make sure that you allow notifications so that you are updated on and alerted to all of our new resources that come out on a regular basis. Again, that's the Help and Hope free app. I'm Sharon Betters. Thanks so much for joining us, and I look forward to being with you tomorrow.